choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Hey, yo, what up, what up, what up? This is Kels at KMGZ on Twitter. It's episode 283. I'm back. It's Kels. Thanks for asking Kels Podcast. Look, y'all, um, this episode's gonna be short. I know I say this all the time, but I guarantee you this one's gonna be short because the game is on tonight. You know, the Sixers keep playing my fucking emotions, man. I'm not taking nothing away from the Hawks, but that's a five team. We a number one seed. We got the best uh, record in the East, and them niggas only beat us when we play like shit, like we did game one and um, the, the last game. So, I'm tired of that shit. Um, ben we got two fucking superstars, um, so that means that when Joel, when JoJo isn't playing well, you gotta step up, when you not playing well, JoJo gotta step up, which he usually does, we waiting on you, Ben, like, we waiting on you, you should've took that game over, um, Doc, I don't know what the fuck, y'all had, y'all had to get, y'all had, y'all got the ball back, y'all had the opportunity to win the fucking game, you, the play you called, nigga dribbled the ball off their feet out of bounds, like, I don't understand what the fuck, so, you know, these Atlanta t- niggas talking big shit, I mean, I think we gonna win this series, I would like us to win in the six games, we might stretch to seven, um, usually, you know, if this is this, I mean, look, I don't know what's gonna happen, it's all kind of injuries going on, um, you know, so, I don't, I don't really know, a lot of players, Kyrie, JoJo, um, a couple of others seem like they playing through injuries, um, I don't think the bubble was a good idea, I said it back at the time, it was exciting and all of that, of course, but I just think it was unnecessary, um, I don't think anybody really cares about that bubble championship, um, I almost forgot that they won it, and, um, there's no way in the world you, that the NBA was gonna adjust the schedule, which would fuck up the timing from here on out, because, you know, a few players didn't want to sit out the pandemic, so anyway, said all I say, it's going to be short, I know the Eve versus Trina versus is tonight, I might turn it on, but okay, so let's just get into it, because that's the topic, I don't really have a yours and negative, well, I do have a yours and negative, it's going out to Queen of the South, but it's, they had their series finale last Wednesday, um, but it's also going to be a topic, because I want to say a few things about it, but, um, yours and negative, I've shouted the show out, out on here before, some of y'all watch it, I think the majority of people still have not caught on to it, but it's an amazing show, and I'm talking about it in a minute, so anyway, let's get into it, versus Eve and Trina is on tonight, I, I listen, I'm, EVE is, um, Eve and, and, you know, Will Smith, and let me think who else, um, Payla Bell, um, I mean, there's a lot of people from Philly that, we don't know that I can't necessarily think of right now, pay the bells because it's a personal family friend, of course, I've said that before, um, but I mean, that's not the only reason, she's, oh, Teddy Pendergrass, y'all know Teddy Pendergrass, like, rest in peace, but, um, Eve, though, Eve is probably, yeah, the, the favorite, um, low-key, because I think if you ask a lot of people from Philly, they'll, they'll say this as well, low-key, one, one of the, probably the favorite act out of Philly, not for many reasons, number one, because Eve can really fucking rap, okay, she can fucking rap, number one, number two, Eve is from Germantown, 
which is my area of the city, so Philadelphia is really, um, it's divided, well, I mean, you can look on the map, Philly is like, it's, it's a long, it's, our city is shaped long, right, and so, and it's, and City Hall is in the middle, so when people say North Philly, South Philly, West Philly, they're saying that in relation to where City Hall is, so West Philly is, is all of Philadelphia, um, technically, technically West Philly starts at 52nd Street, some people tell you 34th Street, that's West Philly too, but we call that University City, we don't, if somebody says, if somebody lives in University City, they say they live in University City, they don't say they live in West Philly, unless they live like 52nd Street out, that's West Philly, um, South Philly is everything below City Hall, so that's where all the stadiums and the Sixers play and everybody, and Rocky, well, Rocky steps are not technically, are they below City? No, they're not below City Hall, but they're very near City Hall. Uh, they're near enough to South Philly that you could jog like Rocky did City Hall, but they're not technically. But anyway, South City Hall. North Philly, people always, <laughs> people not from Philadelphia, if you went to Temple, I mean, a lot of people not from Philadelphia, they're familiar because there's a lot of schools there, so people went to Temple, people went to Drexel, people went to Penn, people went to Sal. So different people who know you know, are familiar with the city, and they, and they you know, because when I say North, Meek Mill is from North Philly, um, so, similar to West Philly, uh, I think, yeah, probably the largest section of Philadelphia is north of City Hall, but it's not all North Philly, North Philly is a particular, it's, it's, so it's called North Philly because it's north of City Hall, and, and, back, so, let me retract, it's called Northwest South Philly in relation to the city hall, you gotta understand Philadelphia is an old city, so going back to like Constitution days is what I, when I say, when I'm, what I'm saying, so that's why um, North Philly is considered it's called North Philly, cause back then it, that was like the northernest parts of the city, anything up where I'm from, back in those like George Washington days, was like considered, um super, it was wilderness, actually, and it was, like, considered super, like, way outside the city, like, that's, that's, like, it was considered outside the city, um, so, Eve is from Germantown, which is north of, so, when, when you're from the area that I'm from, we, when we talk about North Philly, we say down north, oh, they from down north, which sounds funny, because people are like, wait, how did, because North Philly is not the northernmost points of the city, they're many, many, many neighborhoods that are above North Philly, Olney, um, Germantown, Mount Airy, West Oak Lane, East Oak Lane, Olgant, um, um, where, where else am I thinking, oh, that's it, that's about it, right, Olgant, and then there's little smaller areas in there, but it don't matter to y'all, y'all not, you know, y'all not gonna know these little areas, but, so, Eve is from Germantown, which is my area of the city, I'm, I'm a little further north of Germantown, Germantown is, um, but it's not far, like, Germantown, if you, if you, if you're on the, um, if you're driving north on Broad Street, which me and my father and myself did many, many times coming from wherever we are to go home, once you hit Germantown, you're almost there, like, you hit Germantown, you know, you're like, um, Chestnut Hill, that's the other area, Germantown is over by Chestnut Hill, which is on the west side of Broad, west, northwest side of Broad Street, I am from East Oak Lane, I tell people Mount Airy, because East Oak Lane, even to people in Philadelphia, they don't really know where that is, and if you're not, if you're not from up where we from, they really don't know what it is, like, they call anything up where we from, they call it all Mount Airy, it's not Mount Airy, so Broad Street, um, bisects Philly north to south, once you get above, um, 
what uh-huh well i don't know different people tell you different streets i say once you get above Olney avenue which is the main is the last like main um bus terminal and almost the last scepter stop like the next one which is the stop i would get off at fern rock that's the last stop on scepter the, the major stop before that was Olney. Olney is where girls high and central high school are that's that stop um to me um what I call everything below that North Philly it's some, but somebody from North Philly might not call that North Philly, but I do because to me once you get above Omni Avenue now you're in where I'm from you're in the Germantowns, you're in the um, you know, the West Oak Lane, the East Oak Lane the Mount Aries, the Chestnut Hills which Chestnut Hill is, is technically in Philadelphia, but up, up where we're from the way the city is shaped there's a lot like me where I where I grew up at my house. Um, if you walk to the corner, my house is on the corner of I ain't gonna tell you where it's at, but it's on the corner of the block. And if I go down to the other corner of the block and just you know walk down the block to the corner and across the street, then I'm in Sheltonham, so I'm out of Philadelphia. So there's a lot of areas of where we're from because the way if you look at the city of Philadelphia, there's like a little square off there, and so a lot where where, where I'm from, where Eve is from, there's a lot of that, to where, you know, you could be from Germantown, and you could cross the street to go to the store, and you be in like the suburbs, and you come back, you'd be back in the city, so, so, um, Will Smith is from West Philly, Kevin Hart is from North Philly, Eve, and Jill Scott is from North Philly, that's the other one I couldn't think of, Jill Scott, Jill Scott, Kevin Hart, they're from North Philly, um, Will is from, I was born in West Philly, me and my mom lived in West Philly, my father stores in West Philly, but when she passed away and I went to live with my father, my father, um, my father's originally from Southwest Philly, I told y'all that before, um, he went to Bartram High School, he's from Southwest Philly, um, his store was in West Philly, and, but me, I, I was, I was, I, I lived in West Philly till I was like six, and then the rest of my life, I've lived upward, so I, I'm much more, I'm from, I'm from Mount Airy, right, so, but, um, I mean, I'm from East Oak Lane, but I say Mount Airy because, again, people be like, where? A lot of people heard of West Oak Lane, but they ain't never necessarily heard it. East Oak Lane is just on the east side of Broad Street from West Oak Lane. Um, once you get north of Broad Street, the main street is Stanton. Stanton will take you up to Mount Airy, but right before you get to Mount Airy, you get West Oak Lane on the left side, and if you're on the right side of, 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 um, Broad Street, you hit the East Oak Lane, but the thing about East Oak Lane is, like I said, we're right on the, we're right above, we're right abutting Sheltonham and Northeast, so um, I live very near Cardinal Doherty High School, that's all, that's as close as I'm gonna tell you, if anybody knows where Cardinal Doherty High School, where, where my father's house and where I grew up is very, is, I could walk to Cardinal Doherty High School, and if you know that big reservoir that's, that's on Broad Street near Cardinal Doherty, that's my neighborhood, so, um, Eve is from where I'm from, she's my favorite, and Eve, and I've said this before, besides Little Kim, and actually probably more so than Little Kim, is the one rap girl, if you, that really blazed the trail for how to do this shit, because, um, she was the first lady signed to Rough Riders, she was the only girl signed to Rough Riders, she could rap, all her songs were major hits, like, I mean, she Eve did the underground, but by the time she she came out, she was huge. She was doing shit with Ja Rule and DMX and all them, and that shit was big, big. All right, we already went through this when DMX died. So, 
and she did that shit, she, guy had a TV show, which was called Shelly, even though her name was Eve, drove me nuts, I never, why the fuck is the show called Shelly when your name is fucking Eve, but anyway, she went out to Hollywood, Eve blew up, she blew all the way up, but then she, you know, she said, she started getting into a little bit, she had a little drunk driving accident, she was like, you know what, Hollywood was doing too motherfucking much, she met this rich man, they used to say he was a billionaire, but she said he's not a billionaire, he's close, but he's not actually a billionaire, so we just gonna call him a very rich man, and married him and moved to London, and it's just been glow up in wealth ever since, and so, coming out of Germantown, Germantown is, is, is a very, uh, very rough, very hood, uh, very, no more Germans live there, at one point, it was where all the Germans lived at, and when you go up there, you can tell, because the architecture is very German, but, uh, that's, uh, no niggas have, I mean, no Germans have lived there since I've been alive, and probably longer than that, that is a very rough area, um, that she's from, it has some nice parts, like all areas of Philadelphia, but it's very rough, um, so, Eve, um, Trina, I, 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 I like Trina, don't get me wrong, I like Trina, I've always been a fan of Diamond Princess, but I just, you know, and people don't want, people acting like we trying to be shit, like, and this is what I hate about these verses, I said this with Escape and, and fucking SWV, y'all are mad at facts, like, I understand it's your favorite, but nobody, it's not about, dra- like, it's not about your opinion, like, yeah, we understand you might like them in this, in this, deep cuts, and, and where you are at, that's hot, but like, nigga, that's regional, that's not everywhere, we know, some of these songs y'all talk about, nobody has heard those, so they, those are not hits, like, maybe they played, you know, when people, I, I just, I didn't understand when people were talking about how Escape had all these hits for SWV, I'm like, I've never, what are, what are these songs you're talking about, nobody's playing these songs where I was at, nobody's playing these at our high school dances, nobody's playing these at our, at our, um, we heard Let's Kick It, and, um, or Just Kicking It, whatever, and, um, a couple little slow songs, but when they were out, SWV was a way bigger act, it just, it just is what, SWV was a way bigger act, Uh, Escape wasn't big like that, so, same thing with Trina and, and Eve, like, Eve, nobody's taking anything away from Trina, I understand, but, Eve is just a, it's not the same level, it's not even close, Trina is a rap girl, Trina is a very, I don't want to say underground, because she has had the big hits, Take It To The House, Nan Nigga, um, Diamond Princess, it's, I'm not, I'm familiar with Trina's catalog, but you gotta be crazy to say that she, she can go hit for hit with Eve, Eve's entire catalog is hits, huge, monster hits, and fi- and that's just her song, we're not gonna talk about the features she got with Gwen Stefani, with me, uh, Missy Elliott, with DMX, with Alicia Keys, like, it's it's a different level, so, I'm, I'm not really gonna watch this, because, I mean, I might peep in to see what Eve got on, but I just, I, I, I don't think it's fair to Trina, um, I think they could've found Trina a better matchup, I don't know who, um, uh, I don't know, I really want to see Foxy and Lil' Kim, and now here, here's a perfect example, I'm a Foxy fan, I like Lil' Kim, don't get me wrong, who didn't like Lil' Kim, dipping on your ninja, I mean, we liked them both, but I just, myself, I tended to lean Foxy, cause to me, Foxy had jams, I mean, don't get me wrong, Kim was, you know, hardcore rapping and all of that shit, don't get me wrong, everybody was rocking Kim, but to me, I liked Foxy shit, or just a little Fox book, to me, I just, I just, I just liked Foxy more, but, having said that, I'm not gonna be out here making wild statements like Kim can't keep up with Foxy, like, actually, I think their catalogs are pretty even, um, I think Kim 
but Kim, Foxy has big hits, but a lot of some of her bigger hits are very New York centric, um, Brooklyn, um, Light Is Up, it's a, it's a, it's, Foxy has, if you play them in Brooklyn, the whole Brooklyn will go up, but I don't know if they know those songs on the West Coast, I don't know if they know, you know, they being, they, I don't know if they played that on the radio, I don't know if they show, you know what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, y'all, see, that's the other thing that y'all forget with these verses, is now that we have internet and all this shit, we can hear stuff, I mean, that's, honestly, that's why a lot of these groups even have careers, because it's easier now, but back in the, back in the 90s, you gotta understand, I, I, the South, y'all got this big chip on y'all shoulder, and y'all wanna talk about, oh, we take it now, that's fine, but back in the 90s, y'all, y'all didn't have it, <laughs> we had it, and all our shit was played everywhere, okay, so, um, and I just, it, you know, I can't, so I, I would, I, to me, even though I love Foxy, I'm not gonna get on here and be like, oh, Foxy gonna smoke Kim, because I don't really think that's true, I think Foxy has a, a, enough hits, but I don't, I think Kim's, I think Kim's hits were more, um, uh, well-known, like, played everywhere, West Coast, East Coast, Down South, Overseas, Foxy, don't get me wrong, she had sound, she had the soundtrack, she had the big hits, she had the Jay-Z's, they were played, but more, Foxy's catalog is more New York-centric, um, and I don't think, I think some of those, once you start getting down to Foxy's, like, I'll say 15 through 20 bigger hits, biggest hits, some of them are gonna be a little bit more regional than Kim, Kim had two classic albums, Big Mama Thing, Hardcore, like, all, everybody know Kim shit everywhere, um, Lady Marmalade, everybody know Kim shit everywhere, right, so I think Kim would probably take that, but it, it you know, it, and neither one of them would smoke either one, but I'm saying, like, I'm rational enough to, to be able to say that, but y'all niggas, y'all, I mean, I'm sorry, I thought the, I thought the SWV escape conversation was ridiculous, I really think y'all sound a fool, if you really think that Trina can hang with Eve, that's just, it's just, it's not, those are two different levels, and I'm not taking anything away from Trina, I don't even know if Trina has platinum out, maybe she does, I don't know, I don't know if she has any platinum singles, maybe she does, I don't know, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I don't know, but I know Eve got numbers, I know Eve got the number, I know Eve and Gwen, sold them records, you know what I'm saying, and you know, y'all wanna say, uh, Versus is not about hits, but it is, it's about Versus, hit for hit, this is what it's been about since day one, um, yeah, so, I just don't think that's a, it's an even matchup, I think it's really starting to get silly now, I think they're doing that thing that they, that I pre, the thing I appreciated about Versus initially, that they weren't doing, they weren't like, oh, well, let's just put all the girls together, whether they go together or not, they, cause when they put Alicia Keys and, and John, and John Legend again, that was perfect, same kind of artist, same tone, same style, same number of hits for hits, you know, match up, when it first started, it was more evenly matched, it was more this person versus, the, the only other one I thought was kind of really uneven, was um, Manny, um, from Hot Boys, and, and um, the White Boy, cause I thought, again, Manny was another situation I love Hot Boys, I'ma tell y'all I wasn't feeling it for South, for South Southern Rap at all, the only two groups I really listened to for a minute, and I don't count this is gonna be weird, I don't count Florida Rap as, as Southern Rap because when Luke and all of them came out um, Tula Crew and all them, y'all, they, it was from Florida, but it didn't sound Southern, right, the reason we didn't like Southern Rap cause that shit was slow, the raps was like, didn't, it was just whack, it wasn't 
the shit was slow, it should sound goofy, the beats was trash, that's why we didn't like Down South music initially, but Luke and them wasn't like that, I, the Florida bass was never like that, 95 South, all that shit, I always liked them, and then the Hot Boys, uh, Master P and them, and the Hot Boys, that whole New Orleans sound, I should say, Wayne, those are the first two, I always liked them Southern sets, I didn't really, and then Outkast came, Two Lock Crew was before, 95 South and all that, and then Outkast came, and I liked them, but I didn't, I didn't really, I'm gonna I'm a be real, y'all gonna kill me, I'm, I don't really, I'm not really into the, the Houston music, the chopped and screwed, I, that's not, I, it sounds terrible to me, I, I don't like it, I respect MJG and all them, but I just like, I would never listen to a whole album of that, it's just not, I don't like the slow sound, I don't like those beats, it's just not for me, same thing with the West Coast, I like Snoop, I like Dre, but I can't, some of that other shit, where they all got that ding, you know, that screeching noise, they put in all of it, it's all got the same, that same beat, it all starts sounding the same to me, my, my West Coast uh, choice was, I liked Bay Area music, because again, it didn't sound like that, Bay Area music, I liked before I liked LA music, because they're, they're, they didn't, they had a unique sound, they was like, upbeat, it sounded almost, not like East Coast, but East Coast-ish, right, um, so, and Trina, I, I've liked since then, nigga, like, I'm a, I like Trina, but, you know, I just think, y'all, y'all be crazy, y'all be like, oh, so-and-so, what she gonna do when she play this song, ain't nobody heard that song, nigga, like, what song is that, I ain't never, I, um, probably dropped one of her other platinum hits, let me blow your mind, tambourine, um, uh, gangsta love, um, EVE, um, some joint with DMX, like, what do you mean what she gonna play, like, I never even heard that song, like, she play whatever fuck she wanna play, um, yeah, so, I won't be watching that, um, I won't be watching that first, the first time, I mean, I might have it on, cause I wanna, I wanna see how they look, but, um, and I didn't realize Eve was that much taller than Trina, is Trina short? Maybe Trina's short, I don't know, and I know we got mad at Trina last year, cause she, but, you know, look, I, I wasn't, no offense, but I was not shocked to hear Trina say that, I, you know, it's just, whatever, I, I you know, I don't, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock into these entertainers, because most of them are not impressive in that way, so but she apologized or whatever, fine, whatever, it, you know if you don't put a lot of stock in them then you can't really be disappointed when they do what they do alright, moving on um, I just wanted to comment real quick um, K. Michelle got a facelift and everybody jumped out the window, I personally don't think she looks that different I, I, she's recognizable as K. Michelle to me, she just, I mean, she got a refresh, she got a reboot, clearly, um, but her lips are still the same, usually when them girls cut their face and they unrecon, they lip, they get their lips changed, they get their eyes changed, like, all to, it looked like to me she just did a scrub, you know how you take and scrub the skin off, like, and, and new, to, to me, she looks refreshed, she looks, she looks, she lost some weight, so, but I don't, I, I think it was the pink hair that was throwing people off, cause I, I looked at, somebody put it up, like, oh, when you don't look nothing like yourself and put it up next to her Abby, I was like, but she don't did, it really doesn't look that different, she, I, she still looks like her Abby to me, it's just her faces are, uh, um a little bit thinner, and again I think that's cause she lost weight, and she clearly got something done around her eyes and she got her nose like touched a little bit, but not much, it, it's not that 
you know that that white girl face that they all get. I know whoever is the original owner of that face that Chloe and Kim and all these girls. I know she's pissed, like bitch, because I know everywhere she go, they probably like, oh, you got your person surpassing surgery. She probably like, bitch, this is my motherfucking face. I, this is how I look. Them bitches got surgery to look fuck like me. I know she is pissed off. Um, yeah, so. You know, I don't know. I I I, I just thought it was a, a much to do about nothing, and, and I just want to say, like, I don't like this this tone that some people have that because somebody get plastic surgery they hate themselves. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I don't agree with that at all. I, I don't I don't think somebody wanting to improve. Hey, you know what? Because I'm gonna be honest. If I get a couple coins, first of all, I'm gonna get my neck shaved and get this extra skin hanging off. Um, and I've always just wanted to knock my nose down a little bit, not a whole lot, not a whole lot, I want one of the ones that's barely noticeable, like they used to do before, you know, they went crazy, you know, but just a little bit, and I don't, you know, I don't really, imp- maybe get like, um, I don't, what's it called when they just smooth your face and like refresh so you don't have like the, the cow's feet and the bags and stuff, cause I, you know, I, I, I get back when I'm very tired, um, I do get dark spots, and I do, my eyes tend to swell, and then I have allergies, I've, I also, every, they've done that all my life, though, and it just makes it worse, because, um, so I would get that taken care of, but I don't, I don't agree with that, I don't think that people hate themselves because they get plaster, I think people are like, you know what, let me, I just, I want to get this done a little bit, and this done a little bit, and I just don't think that's fair, I think people have, I think people get plastic surgery all the time, and they don't go ridiculous, and they don't jump out the window, and it's not always about self-esteem or hating yourself, it's like anything else, people go to the gym because they want to look nice, you know what, I don't want to be a fat fucking slob, so let me go to the gym and do some crunches and, and get back down, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I, I think people think they're being, um, you know, I've said before, like, I don't really like virtue signaling, right, and I think that people think they're being deep, or they're more grounded, or they're better people because they don't focus so much on on aesthetics and looks and I just think that's bullshit like, I don't think a person is necessarily vapid, or necessarily um what's the other word I'm looking for, um, superficial superficial because they want to look nice, like, this goes back to the uh, bonnet conversation, this always gets dry in here, I'm sorry, y'all, hold on, but I do have my water, I am prepared, Mm. this goes back to the bonnet conversation, like, not everybody, it doesn't mean you're superficial, because you want to look nice, I don't think it means that you're a, oh, I don't worry, people need to just be happy how they are, maybe they, they could be happy, but shit, bitch, you born butt-ass naked, but you want to put some clothes on, right, like, I don't, I don't agree with that, I don't, I don't agree with that, I think people project things onto other people, I think people make assumptions about other people, again, I think, and we, look, we know the vapid bitches, and we, and the superficial, we know those ones, but I just don't like it, I've never liked that, I've never, you know, people assume that because a woman is beautiful, she gotta be stupid, or she gotta be an airhead, I've never liked that, I've, I, I think that that says more about the person who holds those beliefs, than it does about the person, like, listen, if a woman wants to get her hair weave, if she wants to put her, and if that makes her feel good, for as much as y'all talk about you should have confidence, you don't understand that some people like to look good, some people like to have the finest clothes 
goes on. Some people like to always. I don't. I'm. I don't like some of y'all motherfuckers. Is all. I'm just. I'm just jeans and a t-shirt. I wear. I look like a but. Oh, cool. I'm not. That's not my steez. That's not my style. Never have been. I always want the fly shit. Always want the fresh shit. That's how I feel good. I don't feel good walking around looking like a bum. My hair not done. My hair not cut. I. I just. It's not me. And it's a lot of people that's not like that, right? And it don't mean that that we're any. It's just that's how some people like to look. Okay. Um. I take great pleasure in looking great. I'm not saying I look great every day, but you ain't never gonna catch me out the house, you know, however the fuck. I be seeing coming out looking like how, who am I trying to impress? It's not, it's not about trying to impress anybody. That's, that's, that's where y'all fucking get it wrong at. That's, that's, that's your whole problem. Like, everything you do is like, I don't know, it's bouncing off of other people. Everybody is not people don't fucking put their best outfits on and their heels and they get their nails done in their hair cause they trying to impress somebody else, sometimes, sometimes you wanna let that nigga know, you know, I'm the finest thing you ever fucking seen, but I personally like to look nice, I don't like to look like a bum I love new shoes, y'all y'all know, I, I like a nice pair of jeans, I shit, I'm, I tell you I'm vain as a motherfucker, I'm, I know that working out is, is, is um benefiting me health wise, but dang why I do it I do it cause I'm tired of being fucking fat and I want my goddamn jeans to fit, I want my stomach flat again, I want my fucking jeans to fit and hang a certain way, and, and my jackets and everything else, so that's why I'm walking the fuck out, cause I like to look nice uh, I don't, I don't agree with that um, if, if, if somebody wants to get their face done, because you know what, my neck's starting to hang, or whatever the case, you know, I just want to refresh myself a little bit, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that I don't think it means anybody hates themselves and, you know, I think y'all need to get off that and, and let people do what they want to do with they with their own body and their own face um, and even if it do mean that so what, like, leave people the fuck alone um, okay so quickly I just want to say, cancer season approaches I'm telling y'all right now, I'm going on vacation my birthday is July 4th, I'll be on vacation that whole week, so I will not be recording there will not be no podcast um, that whole week, um I'm letting y'all know that now, I'm going to Bahamas, I'm going to all, I'm going by myself, because I planned this trip, we were still in lockdown, you know, everybody was in lockdown couldn't go nowhere, I didn't trust them cheap, them cheap um, trips in a cheap hotel room, you know I was like, "Eh, I'm not I, 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 it was still on lockdown COVID was still everywhere, I was like it ain't worth it to me, so I was like, but you know, I have to, I, so I haven't been on vacation since prior to COVID, so I was like, I just need I need to test vacation this ain't my vacation vacation you know, I need to go out, test the air <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Check, get the vaccine but make sure, you know, test the air I'm try, not trying to go all the way to Europe all the way to Asia, know where they got these different variants and I don't know what the fuck's going on and it ain't really clear, I just, I wanted to go somewhere quick, so I didn't, I was like, it's either gonna be, um, it's gonna be Mexico, it's gonna be somewhere in the Caribbean, I really wanted to be somewhere in the Caribbean, but, um, but as I kept, I, you know, but you could check the travel sites, it was gonna be Barbados, actually is where it's gonna be, but, as you know, the plane tickets are crazy, all the prices are crazy, so, I ended up going to the Bahamas, I've been to the Bahamas before, 
it wasn't I wasn't impressed with it, but when we went last time, we stayed at like some hotel not we didn't stay in one of these all inclusive joints. So I was like, wherever I go, I want an all inclusive because I'm not trying to go nowhere. I'm not trying to go out into the town. I don't know what these COVIDs is looking like, but I wanted to go to the Caribbean because the whole time that we, you know, the pandemic, the Caribbean was pretty cool. Jamaica's rates were low. They never really rose up. The only time they really rose is when Americans was coming down there, right? So I was like, their air is good. Like they never had, they didn't have the deaths. I think Jamaica had like maybe five people die. They was always good. So I'm like, I'm going to the Caribbean, wherever I'm going to go. So, um, I picked the Bahamas because, um, and, and an all-inclusive joint, because I was like, alright, the, um, COVID protocols were a little bit easier, they were like, yeah, for the Baham- for, um, Barbados and Jamaica and Dominican Republic, it was a little bit more, um, even with the vaccine, but Bahamas was like, look, if you got the vaccine, you can come in, we're not gonna do all that testing and shit, so I was like, boom, so I, and I picked all-inclusive because I'm going by myself, and I don't, you know, I'm not going out in the town, I don't wanna have to play, I'm only going for a few days, but I just, like, I need a break, I need some sunshine, um, you know, I, I invited, I, was, I told people they could come with me, but the, you know, I was like, look, I'm, I'm gonna be here these dates, you can meet me if you want to, I can just put you on the room, but the, the, um, you know, niggas, the plane tickets is like $800 for, for regular, so I'm like, but, you know, cool, so I'm just going down there for a couple days, I'm gonna be fine, I'm gonna be in an all-inclusive, I never went on vacation by myself before, well, that's not true, well, yeah, I mean, I've gone places, but I mean, I've been in the military, you have to be a lot of places by yourself, I've been places by myself before, but I'm not going on a vacation, vacation, that's another reason I picked the Bahamas, like, I'm not one, listen, I know people that go to Asia and all these places by themselves, I'm not that, I'm not that nigga, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not going to, I, I don't see too many movies, I've been in the military, nope, some war, some war breakout, I, I'm gonna have my papers at the, at the embassy, but I need somebody on my side, I need somebody, we can escape this together, no sir, so, um, anyway, that's where I'm going for my vacation, short, little quick, I'm only going for like three or four days, just to relax, just to shake off, I just want to test the air, once I do that, then I'm gonna go on a vacation, vacation, right, like, I just wanna make sure, go down there, breathe up, we ain't drop dead, we ain't catch COVID, okay, cool, um, it's all inclusive, the food is included, the drinks included, I got me a nice little, you know, very nice room, beachside, pool, swim up pool, all that, I'm, you know, I went all out, I put on American Express, and, you know, they give you all kind of benefits, I'm gonna get a spa, and all of that, so, you know, I'll, I'll be gone for my birthday, so, um, but shout out to all the cancers, everybody born, in Ju- um, I'm a July Cancer, July 4th, um, June Cancers, and I don't know when Cancer season starts or ends, I just know I'm, <laughs> I just know my birthday is within it, but shout out to all the Cancers, and hey, we the seventh month of the year, the hottest month of the year, hotter than July, I mean, look, God, you know, he put us, he put us in the best part for a reason, we hold this whole shit together. Um, okay, so, last, wrapping up, um, let me just say, y'all know, um, I have another Netflix, uh, uh, suggestion for, for you all, if you like heist movie, or not, heist documentaries, which I do, um, and they have a few of them on Netflix, there, um, there's another one that I feel like everybody watched, I'm trying to think, I can't, it's escaping me right now, um, oh, what was that one, they had one, everybody watched it, oh, um, the one about the art, the fraudulent art, what was the name of it? Anyway, they just recently had one about this art scandal here in New York where they were selling fraudulent art. Well, they have a new one on Netflix. It's called This is a Robbery. And it is about, and I was not aware of this until I saw this, this documentary. There's a huge record-breaking art 
theft in Boston back in 91. I had never heard of it before. They stole a bunch of Van Goghs. They stole, they stole some high price ass art. They said something like $280 million worth of art. Now, y'all know I've told y'all before how I feel about the art business. I think it's a bunch of scams, but I will not, not that it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a scam because people just look at a painting basically and say, oh, that's worth 30 million. And then if somebody pays 30 million for it, then guess what? It's worth 30 million. That's why there's a story a little bit back where a dude sold an invisible sculpture for like all these million dollars and everybody's up in arms. I laughed my ass off because I was like, that's exactly how art works these fucking idiot people trying to be so bougie and so, you know, world traveler and so fucking sophisticated and so bougie and blah, 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 and they fucking some of the dumbest assholes that you've ever seen, that they will go into a museum and stare at nothing and have this man tell them, oh, it's an invisible sculpture, and some dumbass would buy it. That's the art world. I That's art. <laughs> so... I come by my, but it doesn't mean I don't have appreciation for great art, I do I mean, I understand Van Gogh's a great artist some of it, I get it, I still think the prices are a bit much, but whatever but you, I can understand a Van Gogh because Van Gogh is a famous artist a Picasso, things like that those are famous artists, they they have you know, a, um, a Frida um, Kahlo, I get certain artists have a value because of their work and their lives, and so these are the kind of pictures that were stolen, there were some van, there were some very expensive paintings that were stolen in 91 and they never figured out what happened to the art and so, I mean, they they think they know who stole it, but it basically was took place in Boston it was the Boston mob the Italian mob, not the Irish and, you know, these was old school mobsters, you know, anything about and these guys I mean, if you know anything about old school mobsters, these guys were it to the T, because these motherfuckers was on their deathbeds, and the FBI guy was like, look, if you don't want to die in this jail, you tell me where these pictures are right now, and I'll take you home and let you die, and the guy wouldn't tell, these are old school, like, I'm not giving you nothing, but it's very interesting, it's very good, it follows it, it's a very interesting story, it tells you about the investigation, it tells you about the robbery, and um, actually, there's a $10 million, I think, reward, because they still have not found any of the art, they don't really know how to, they think they know who did it, but they have no idea where the art is, it's been all kind of rumors, I personally watching it think probably that art is probably hanging in somebody's house maybe in China, or maybe in Saudi Arabia or maybe here in America, you know because I had never heard of that art heist and probably some other people haven't either so they wouldn't necessarily think it's, you know, funny but, um, I just think it's fascinating that they can't they've never seen the pictures, but somebody has that shit, um so it's called This Is A Robbery and it's on Netflix alright, so that brings me to my final topic, and what I really want to talk about, Queen of the South series finale, Queen of the South is, um, the American version of, so Queen of the South was a a Latin series that's based on a book about, um, I'm not really sure if the book is, I've never really actually looked into the book, I know though that the, the, the character that Teresa Mendoza is based off of and the Latina actress is based off of and but I don't know if the book is based off of her or if the book is just separate but it's based off of um Sandra Beltran who if you watch Narcos on on Netflix Sandra Beltran is the one the lady in the red dress that was working with Felix once all them guys went to jail, Felix Gallardo and, and all of those um, went to jail, she took over, she was known as Queen of the South, they call her the Reina del Sur, um, because she controlled all the um, 
area um, on, she was arranging shipments of cocaine up to Mexico and the Pacific Islands. So it's loosely based on her. Um, Google her if you don't never heard of her. She's um, a Griselda Blanco. Actually, that's not true. Griselda Blanco actually was um, a distributor. She wasn't really a. I mean, you know, they all call them traffickers, but Griselda was the Miami point. They got the gross to her in Miami, and she sent it out. Pablo and all the people in Mexico were the ones that got it up to that point. Once they got it to that point, it, it was Griselda. But she was a trafficker. Um, so Queen of the South is loosely based on her. But the American version, I've told you before, starting Alice Braga. Um, I don't know how many seasons it had. This was like the fourth or the fifth season. I can't recall. They had a long break, and then the break got extended for COVID because I think their filming got interrupted for COVID. Um, they, they were they were on a break anyway, and then when they came back from the break to start filming, then it got it, it got interrupted. So it was a long break. We didn't know when it was going to come back or if it was going to come back. It did for this final season. It is so good. It is. Um, I know all y'all like power and 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 snowfall. It's 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 not. Um, it's like it's good like snowfall, but it's not. It's a uh, um. It's on TNT. So you know how shows on TNT tend to be. They're not. They're drama, but they're not. They're not like. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but it's it's more of the line of a, um, that show, The Mayans. It's more like a um, Sons of Anarchy, that type of show where yes, there's drama, but there's a lot of action, and ain't nobody trying to win no you know Oscars and no shit like that. <laughs> you know, no Emmys. You know, I mean, the, I'm not saying the acting's not good, but that's not you know what I'm saying like it's probably never going to be nominated for those kind of roles, maybe best series or something like that but anyway, it's really good, Teresa Mendoza, she starts out as a as a money changer, she's from um, Sinaloa Cuyacan, and um, her boyfriend actually is, is she don't really know that her boyfriend is involved with drugs, but he is, he gets killed she go, it's, it's so, so so good, and the reason that I really like it, and it ties into, um, so the Heights came out this, this um, <laughs> week, and they got into some trouble, now I'm not, I don't watch musicals, I'm never watching The Heights, I gave it a shot, I thought, I just think musicals are corny I'm not a fan of Lin-Manuel I thought the other joint, Hamilton, was also corny, um, but I did give it a shot, 20 minutes in um, but I did notice when I watched it though I was like, where the Dominicans at, cause I don't see nobody looks like Dominicans in Washington Heights but anyway, um so they got in trouble for that, the reason I like Queen of the South is because the one thing that I did notice from Queen of the South, and I knew, so when I found out Alicia Braga was was queer, then it made sense, but before that, I always paid attention, because she was very, very inclusive, and not in like a corny way, but like, she didn't just have, she, so she's, she's Brazilian, she's like, um, but she didn't just have light Latinos like they do. Like in the first season, her best friend who ended up getting killed off the show was the one that played the um damn, she'd been in a lot of shows. I don't know her name. She was on that show. She played the mom on that Netflix show one day at a time. And she played the wife, I believe, on Desperate House. What no, no, no. That was that was Eva Longoria. What was she? This Latino lady, when you see, she be on everything. I just don't, she be in every fucking thing. I just don't know her name, but I do know that she was, um, she's the mom in One Day at a Time on Netflix and a bunch of other shit. As soon as you see her, you're gonna be like, oh, that lady. That was her best friend. She was in it. Um, she's had like Mexican, she's had 
I mean, she's, you know, it's a Latino show, but she's had black people in it. Brown-skinned black people, not like, you know, people. Her show looked like she started out in Dallas. All the people that she used in the show looked like people you would see in Dallas, right? So it wasn't just like a bunch of white Latinos. This was the black guy. This And it looked like people, you everywhere she went, she went to New Orleans, and it was you know, New Orleans is a black city, so she started working with the, cause she was a, you know, a drug trafficker, she started working with the, um, New Orleans gangsters, and they were black, you know, and the thing that really, just, all throughout the series, the thing that I always, the reason, part of the reason why it was so good, is cause it was so believable, like, whenever she went, when she went to Mexico, the Mexicans looked like Mexicans, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, when she, wherever she was at, she was, she had a part where she was in Phoenix, the, um, Latinos out there, they looked like and you, it was, I feel like when when it looks like that you're paying attention, right, so that's that's the opposite of the heights, where everybody's like oh, we weren't looking for, nah, you, yes you were you weren't, cause if you wanna, if that's important to you, and you wanna hey, we wanna make this authentic, we wanna make it then, then it looks like Queen of the South it doesn't look like the heights, right, and so you could tell that that was very important to her, she never says that and I'm like I've never I've seen a couple of interviews where they they talk more about the character. She's never specifically said that I want it, but you could tell that because it's so well done and it's through the whole series. And what I was really impressed is, um, so this is the last season, the season before last. So basically, every season as she grows her empire, she starts out in Dallas. She has to this this other boss lady that she works on this whole Mexican thing. It's a whole it's a really good show. You have to watch it. She so once she moves them out the way, she leaves Dallas. She goes to Phoenix. Is it Phoenix? I think so. She goes to Phoenix. Um, and then from Phoenix she went to New Orleans. I can't remember. It, it, every season a different city. Yeah, I think New Orleans was the third season. She went to New Orleans, and then and then this fourth season, season before last, so her, her, um, but she, her headquarters was in, it was in New Orleans, so the bar where she laundered all the money, so her, her money laundering business for her, for her drugs was this bar and this tequila, she like has this tequila, and she would actually move her cocaine in tequila, it was really cool, um, but when she went to New York, so she expanded to New York, basically she worked, she started West, and worked east, so she, she was going, so she expanded to Miami and up to New York, but when, what I noticed this season, she gets to New York, and in New York, she's working with the Russians, because it's New York and Brooklyn, and she's working with the Dominicans, uptown, Washington Heights, but when she gets up to, they're black Dominicans, they're Afro-Latino, the way Dominican, and I noticed that, I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here, because normally, you'll get the Heights, where they only want to have, you know, the white, but nope, she had, you know, she had an old boy from, um, damn, what's his real name, another one y'all gonna know, um, fuck, what else is he in, um, he's a Dominican dude, he's a Dominican actor, um, uh, I, I can't, when you see him, you gonna know who he is, I'm trying to think of what else he's in, he's in a lot of shit, but I cannot think of it right now, I'm drawing a blank, um, he also, she had Omar, I mean, not Omar, Marlo from The Wire, he plays the CIA dude, he's in it, um, uh, MC Light had a, she played a hitman, like, it was very, oh, Chicago, that's also, I knew it was, they went to Chicago, and when they went to Chicago, they also had black people, because Chicago's a black city, like, she is so good, it's, it's, it's very authentic, she, the detail is, that they, that they put into it, you could tell they went for diversity, you know, they didn't just have, you know, they wasn't just dealing with white people, they wasn't just dealing with it, and when she went to different cities, the city reflect what it was, so when they was in Chicago, it was black people, um, 
and I went to New York, they had the, the black Dominicans, but they, you know, they had, they had poppies, so they had the dudes that looked like, you know, all the Dominicans we see every day, um, and that was a choice, right, because she could have easily, um, dealt, you know, made them look like everybody else makes Latinos, like Latinos always look like Italians, like Gina Torres says, she didn't, she, they all had Afro-Latinos, they was in Washington High, and they dressed like them, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't corny, they had the haircuts with the part, it, it, the tattoo, they looked exactly like Dominicans in Washington Heights look, um, so it's really good, the series finale, it owes me nothing, so, the, the, the thing about it is, the first episode, when this, when the series starts, you see her as Teresa Mendoza, the big time girl with the, you see like, and, and it works backwards, so the first episode, she's like, um, the first scene, is she, she's getting up in the morning, and she has this robe, you see her go over to the, to the window, and she gets shot, and she hits the floor, and the narration comes over, you wonder how I got here, right, and then it starts, and then all through her path, when she gets into like trouble, or gets into different situations, her future self, Teresa from, the fly Teresa, be talking to her, like, hey, get yourself together, do this, you know, talking to herself, it's really good, and so, the final scene ends with that first scene that you saw, and, you know, it works itself out, I'm not gonna give anything away, uh, but I, I'm just gonna say, I knew my bitch wasn't dead, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving too much away, because, like I said, it starts at the beginning, so you know she gets shot and killed, right? Um, and then the last scene, she says, yeah, cause when it first started, every, I'm telling you, everywhere along the way, they was trying to kill Teresa, the Teresa, you ain't, she, you just a money changer from, you gonna end up dead, or, or in jail, you ain't got no, you know, every time, and she beat, and she just beat him every time, and so the last scene, when she's, you know, when they, fig, when everything gets sorted out, you see her future self that's been talking to her the whole time, that she just gave up, and she like, finally, she smiles and like, backs away, like, it's so, dope, it owes me nothing, like, I've never seen a show, cause you know, shows, I done said about the shy, as they go along, they, they lose rails, it be plot holes, it be storylines, what happened to this, what happened to that, never on this show, everything was always wrapped up, some things will come back around, like, you be like, you would think, oh, they left it, and then next thing you know, the person will pop up, you be like, oh, okay, and they'll settle it, no plot holes, and it's ended, like it started, they closed all the loops, it was so good, that was a good, good show, I don't know what Alice Braga is gonna do next, um, I know she's really big in Brazil, I told you she's, um, she's Sonia Braga's niece, Sonia Braga's like a, a very famous and well-known, um, Brazilian actress from, like, way back in the day, um, I don't know what Alice Braga's gonna do next, but I'm looking forward to it, because Queen of the South was really, really good, um, I'm glad to see she's family, I knew it though, I was like, ah, Teresa got some, Teresa's swag, it's giving me, eh, I mean, she, she's, it's, it, it, you never see that in the show, she always got boyfriends in the show, right, but I just was like, her swag, is she giving me, she giving me, I don't know, she giving me, she giving me little, little, little gay vibes here, maybe not gay, but maybe not gay, but definitely not, she giving me queer vibes, is she, or, she, you know, she giving me, she giving me a little something, so when I found out, and it's not written in the show, I read about it, I can't remember, um, how, I, I think when the, like, the finale was coming up, they had all the stories, and they said it, and I was like, I knew it, I fucking knew it, cause she don't mention it in the show, it's not a lot, there's nowhere in the show to even hint at she's, you know, queer, actually, there are a few parts, but not, it's not in the storyline, that's what I'm trying to say, um, 
So when I found out, I was like, I fucking knew it. That girl just had too much swag for a straight woman. She had too much swag. She had too much presence. No disrespect, but it just was a different, it's a little je ne sais quoi that you don't really get in straight women most of the time. Um, yeah, so if you haven't seen it, you might as well go ahead and watch it. It's over now, so you can go ahead and watch the whole thing. It's so good. The finale was so good. It turned out so great. It owes me nothing. Um, you know, even though I kind, you can kind of, as you watch the series, you can kind of guess the ending. I'm not gonna tell what the ending was. Put it like this: I knew that it was gonna be something a twist. I knew it wasn't gonna be what it obviously looked like because I just knew it. But how it ended up being, you know, is is a surprise. Um. So, you know, shout out to Queen of the South. Um, one of the better shows. Um, I'm sorry to see it go. But another show that ended when it should. It ain't like Seamless and all these other shows where they on season 89,000 just trying to stretch the story out, making it fucking ridiculous and shit. Nope, they, they's like, we told the story, we got her to where we needed to be, and we gonna close it out. And because basically it came to the point where she had played it where she could, and then she was like, I can't. I can't do this anymore, there's too many people trying to kill me now, I done played all my cards, I got all my money, if I get out right now, I'm good, if I keep going, I'm gonna end up dead, so, you know, it, it, it was a nice, it was a nice place to end it, um, so shout out to it, um, you know, I, I hope she does more, I told, I, I, I've told y'all before, but, if you don't, don't know who Alice Brock is, you've probably seen her before, uh, if you saw, um, the Will Smith movie, um, I Am Legend, she's the lady with the kid who saves him, um, when, you know, he driving the cart, and he almost, and she pulls up with the lights and saves him, and, but her most famous role, and I think the role that most people will know her for, is Benny's girlfriend in City of God, Benny, the, the one who got shot, his girlfriend, that's Alice Braga, that's pro- that's like her most biggest well-known role, is in, for that, in, for is playing um, Benny's girlfriend in, in City of God, so, yeah, um, that's it, um, this was actually longer than I, I thought it would be, um, so, I'm about to watch this game, hopefully the Sixers don't stress me the fuck out, um, thank y'all for listening, oh, and I wanted to shout out, uh, I, cause I, you know, I love to shout out the, um, the gay podcast, cause, and especially ones like me who do podcasts, because, you know, listen, I support all the gays, I support all the gays, I support everybody y'all trying to do, but I told y'all before, you know, I wasn't hearing, you know, I, that millennial gay voice, no disrespect, but I just don't be agreeing with like 75% of it, and I just think that, you know, that so hell is around the corner, um, is podcast for a man, Lou Cipher, and um, he, you know, he, he, he keeps it real, he says his opinion, he don't be, you know, I, I like it, I enjoyed it, I, I listened to it, he, his opinion on Naomi Osaka was very close to mine, which is very unpopular, all y'all done told me, but I don't care, I'm standing by it, I'm standing by it, and actually, you know what, I want to read something to y'all, because it surmises what I've been trying to say about these millennials, and how I feel about these new niggas, and how, how I think it needs to stop, um, so, somebody tweeted this from, um, uh, whose webpage is this? It's, it's, it's from, oh, chimananda.com, so I don't know if that's her for real, but anyway, it's a person commenting on people nowadays, and it just registered with me because 
if y'all listen to this, y'all know I've been saying this in different ways the whole time. Why really just, I, I feel like, um, you know, we made a mistake with how we've been raising, or how y'all been this new turn we did to where, you know, we letting everybody make it. All this, all this weak shit, I'm gonna just sum it up as that. Um, this person says, and certain young people today, like these two from my writing workshop, okay, so it is Shimanana. I noticed that, I noticed what I find increasingly troubling, a cold-blooded grasping, a hunger to take and take and take, but never give, a massive sense of entitlement, an inability to show gratitude and ease with dishonesty and pretension and selfishness that is couched in the language of self-care, an expectation always to be helped and rewarded, no matter whether deserving or not, language that is slick and sleek but with little emotional intelligence, an astonishing level of self-absorption, an unrealistic expectation of puritanism from others, an overinflated sense of ability or of talent, where there is, when there is any at all, an inability to apologize, wait, what does it say? An overinflated sense of ability or of talent, when there is any at all. An inability to apologize truly and fully, without justifications slash excuses, I added that. A passionate performance of virtue that is well executed in the public space of Twitter, but not in the intimate space of friendship. I find it obscene. That's what the fuck I be trying to say on here every fucking week. That's what I be saying in little bits and pieces and these different episodes where maybe I be ranting sometimes, not all the time, but that's what I be saying about these people that I do not like. I can't stand virtue signaling. Like I told y'all last week, it's like y'all can't ever temperature control. You can't ever be uncomfortable. Every uh, This self-care is a bunch of bullshit. Not saying it's not a thing, but it's really just excuses and reasons to be terrible people or not what you do what you want to do or be uncomfortable. That right there, that's what I've been saying. That's it that's it right there, so anyway, um thanks for listening, thanks for asking Kel's podcast, like me, rate me, I see I've been doing it, tell a friend, I appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all for listening, um, and you know, shouting me out, alright, God bless, Good night. see y'all next week